Hi, we are Ellen and Lauren. We are sisters, wives, mothers, veterans, and all-around DIYers living our best lives. Our families each have three kids between 4 and 18 years old. On this podcast, we hope to help you learn to do what you can, where you are, and try not to sweat the rest. If you want to learn more about what we're discussing today, check out our show notes at wifestylehustle.com. You're listening to Wifestyle Hustle. Today, we're talking about bedtime. Having a bedtime is so important for little kids. Being a kid is tiring business, and they need their rest. And we need our rest from them. Let's get started. I think today we'll start off with a few interesting bedtime stories that didn't come from a book, but come from our mind. Well, our lived experience. (laughs) Ellen, why don't you go first? When my big kids were little, my husband and I had this brilliant idea to get and put together a swing set for them that we were going to surprise them with the next day so we put them to bed thinking our darling babies would just go right to sleep and oh my goodness they're so sweet yeah they are (laughs) darling so (laughs) we put them to bed and we waited a few minutes and waited waited for everything to be quiet upstairs and then we went to the backyard and we were going to spend the evening and it, it was summer so it was still light out putting the their swing set together we come back in the house and I can hear them upstairs. And so I, I went up to encourage them to go to sleep. And my son, whose window faces the backyard, asked all about the new swing set and what, you know, when they were going to get to play on it. That sounds just like my son. Yes, they are a lot alike, those two. <laughs> and... So, unfortunately, the surprise was ruined, but it was still, it's a fun story to tell. They, he watched us put together his birthday gift. Oh, well. <laughs> oh, well. So, what's your funny story? One of my funny ones, <laughs> Ellen actually participated in. I can't remember why you were here by yourself. Weren't you? I... I was, yeah. I, I was there by myself. I, I can't remember. Were you on your anyway. way somewhere? I can't, huh, I can't remember. But anyway, it's not like we get to traipse across the country by ourselves very often. <laughs> so, yeah, I can't remember. But anyway, so we decided, Ellen and I decided to go out for a walk in the evening. And it was actually kind of a long walk. I think we took the uh, three mile route that day. Mm-hmm. And no, it couldn't have been the three mile. Anyway, it was at least two. And so we had been gone for a little bit, a half hour, 45 minutes, something like that. And we came back and my son has his window open because he likes to sleep in the summer with his window open. And he yells at us as we're walking down the high, uh, the sidewalk back towards the house. We're like a quarter mile away still. 
maybe not a quarter mile, but we were a ways. <laughs> How long has he been watching us? I don't know. <laughs> and he, it was hilarious. The whole neighborhood heard it. Like there was no way they didn't hear it. <laughs> and I know for a fact that when he was really little, he would do the same thing. Like when our windows were open in the spring, he would, oh, like he would yell at people walking by on the sidewalk <laughs> as they were. <laughs> like just going about their own business no we're not gonna do that i'm going to interfere in your business dice yeah. <laughs> hey how are you he'd yell and they'd yell back everyone's always very nice but as far as i know i've never seen anyone react negatively <laughs> like don't yell at people on the sidewalk they're just trying to live their lives yes that was hilarious it was so funny i i still laugh <laughs> it was yeah it was a long time after bedtime that's what i found so kind of see i didn't think it was as funny i found it frustrating dude you're supposed mm -hmm. to be unconscious by now <laughs> but he isn't my kid so i can find it funny i know yeah you're allowed to think and it's funny he's always had trouble with falling asleep and so it's it, it shouldn't have come to a surprise as a surprise to either of us that he's no. still awake shouting out his window at midnight okay it wasn't really midnight but it was it was too late for him to be awake it was dark i remember it being dark it was anyway that. so what time is bedtime at your house on school nights we go to bed at seven thirty. Mm -hmm. And 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 that's all three of them. I I haven't varied their bedtime very much. My oldest likes to sleep at night. <laughs> she doesn't really <laughs> sleep in. She, no matter what time I let her stay up till, she gets up by seven every day. So I've I've experimented with this and let her stay up till like nine thirty ten o'clock and she still gets up at seven it's just she's not as well rested mm -hmm. but as far as i can tell her she falls asleep as soon as her head hits the pillow and wakes up at seven so yep and then on weekend days we get a or we go to bed at eight so mm -hmm. it's not really that big of a difference but or sometimes later like the other night we waited until it was totally pitch dark and went out to look at the stars and they didn't go to bed with their telescope that they got for christmas and they didn't go to bed until like 9 30 yes. that night like i was kind of saying on the weekends we we just kind of let bedtime go and they they get to go when things wind down or if we're not doing anything mm-hmm for me, when my big kids were little, bedtime, I mean, not beyond the baby and toddler years, of course. So I'm thinking five or so. Bedtime was at seven. And gradually through their years, we went up to nine. And my youngest goes to bed at 730 now that she's given up nap time. It used to be eight. We could actually probably do seven with her because she's almost always still sleeping when I when I get her up in the morning. She is a sane child who sleeps until I get her up. <laughs> yeah, whatever. No one's kids do that. Your child is the abnormal one, not mine. I, fine, whatever. I like it. 
she is so busy during the day that she is just exhausted by the end. I wish I could still get her to nap, but she just she won't do it anymore. If it's light out, she's not going to sleep. And she still gets her rest time. A four-year-old is a good time to stop nap. Yeah, I guess so. I just, it's not that she needs it. I need her to have it. But, oh well. <laughs> we we <laughs> gave that up. And she still gets her rest time where she reads books and stuff. And we we take a break from each other. But it isn't as rigorous as nap time. It's, you know, it, it's usually only you know, 45 minutes or so where we just take a little break from each other. My -hmm. big kids don't really have a bedtime anymore, but they do go upstairs between nine or go to their rooms rather between nine and nine 30. And that's more for me than them. I just don't feel like I can relax until Mm -hmm. everybody is in their rooms and they can do whatever they want. They can sleep whenever they want. They can get up well within reason whenever they want, but they, they have to have, they have to be in their rooms by the time I go to bed because I, I just can't rest and relax when people are up mm-hmm. in the house. And... Yeah, I know. I've often thought what I'm going to do when the kids get a little bit older and they stay up later. Like, I know that you stay up and watch TV with your kids. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm just not sure how I feel about that. I mean, for us, it's actually a time that we look forward to because we have our shows my mm-hmm. my older daughter and I are watching all the survivors now, which I wouldn't watch it with a younger kid, but with no. an older teenager, I think it's fine. Yeah, that's that's the thing I'm not looking forward to. Anything that I would want them to watch on TV is something I'm not really interested in watching. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are actually some pretty decent shows for... You know, the the teenage crowd that I was interested in. I, I never thought I'd get into, like, the Marvel shows, which mm-hmm. I think they're Marvel. The Spider-Man show. can't remember the name of it. I should get a teenager in here. They could tell me. Right. <laughs> but it, it was actually a pretty, it was pretty decent. I, I liked that show. So there, there were a few that we really liked and we watched together. And we also spent a while just watching old movies together. Movies mm-hmm. from the 90s and the early 2000s, you know, ones that I grew up on, sharing those with them. That was really fun, too. Yeah. There are shows that you can watch. And also, you know, we're huge game people. So we and you guys are, too. Yeah. So that's a fun thing to do in the evening time, too, is just spend it playing games. For us, the change of season has always been brutal on bedtime. Mm-hmm. It gets dark so late. And I remember when my in-laws came up to visit us from Georgia, they just couldn't believe how early the sun rose and how late it set. Because down in Georgia, the sun, it doesn't change as much as Mm -hmm. it does up north, which was new to me. Like, I I guess I just didn't realize that. Interesting. (laughs) Until we (laughs) moved back up here. But for them... I think the earliest the sun ever comes up is like 6.30. And the latest it ever sets is is probably 6.30. Or hmm. 7, maybe. It's probably a little bit later than that. But it's not 10. Right. <laughs> like it is up here. 
Yes. And the kids, especially my son, always has so much trouble going to sleep when it's still light out. In the summer, a lot of the time, I'll say, as long as you can still read, you can keep reading. You can't have a light on, but if you can read, you can stay up. Mm-hmm. And it's our voice. My son's the same way. He used to complain every night all summer long about having to go to bed while it was still light outside. And like Lauren just said, it doesn't get dark where I live until in the middle of the summer. So on the longest couple of days of the year, it's 10 o'clock before it gets dark and I'm in bed. So no, son of mine, you are not staying up until it gets dark outside. It was for a long time when he was in those years between, I don't know, maybe eight and 12 before he was really staying up much later. It was rough because he did not want to go to bed and he would stay awake forever. And then he would still be asleep in the morning when it was time to get up. And so that, that was a hard time. Yeah. It makes me love winter darkness. I love, and I know a lot of people really struggle with those seasonal changes when it gets dark at four o'clock in the afternoon in the middle of the winter time. But I just, I always have just loved it. It makes the house feel so cozy and it makes, as my kids got older, it made them be closer to home because it was dark outside. So they, they didn't have as much, you know, they weren't playing with neighbor kids into the evening. It was also minus 20. Right, that's, right. That's with nice for keeping people in the snow. house too. <laughs> yep. But it, it just makes the house feel so cozy and it makes sleep so much easier. I love to sleep cold. I pile under blankets. And so it, it I, I just, I love, love the winter darkness. It's always been cozy to me. And see, I feel the same way about the summer light. I love mm-hmm. having those extra hours of daylight. I feel so invigorated and energetic during those mm-hmm. really long days. And the winter darkness makes me want to hibernate like I don't want to do anything when it's like that I like the summer light too but for different reasons right I I I like going outside and working again in the garden after dinner and and stuff but I don't know I guess I like all the seasons so what kind of routine do you have these days well for our youngest she still has a pretty rigid routine. Bedtime is at 7.30, and we really start the bedtime routine at 7 o'clock. And so we try and get all the the things done, you know, the bedtime chores. We try and get them done early so that we can spend that last half hour reading books and just enjoying our, each other's company. Mm-hmm. We don't exactly do it like that. We, like I said, all three kids get ready and go to bed at the same time. It's definitely a little bit different than than you're doing over mm-hmm. there. <laughs> but, um, yep, they start at seven usually or just a half hour before bedtime, whenever that might mm-hmm. be. And, and that time, that half hour includes getting dressed, brushing teeth, brushing hair, you know, doing any other like little things that need to be done before bed and 
book reading and snuggle time and tucking in. And that's mm-hmm. really the most important thing. Tucking in <laughs> is part of that half hour. <laughs> the kids don't seem to think it should be like they should be going to bed at the appointed time. But tucking in often takes like several minutes as well, <laughs> especially if my husband's doing it. He He's just... You know what I think it is? I think it's because he doesn't have them all day long. So mm-hmm. he's much more yeah. willing to spend a long time talking to them at night. And I'm like, okay, you're in bed. Good night. Here's your hug. Here's your kiss. <laughs> See you tomorrow. And he, It's a dad thing. Yeah. He likes to entertain discussion you know, at that time. Which and they it's, are all about that. They are. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I and you know what I'm fine with it you go ahead and talk to those kids for a few minutes I'm gonna be out here surfing the internet you know doing doing something else that's relaxing that's right (laughs) for us we are pretty firm about no engagement after bedtime oh yeah yeah you get all your drinks you use the bathroom you whatever but when 7 30 comes that is the end of my interaction with you for this day. Yes. And I, I don't know if you've ever seen this, Lauren, but there's a meme that goes around every now and again, and it says that bedtime is the leading cause of dehydration in children. Oh, yeah. That? yeah. <laughs> that was and funny. It, it, every now and again, our youngest will try it. Like, oh, I'm thirsty. I'm sorry. Your drink will be there in the morning. We see that's also one of the things, you know, at bedtime is everyone gets a sip of water Mm -hmm. before you go off to bed. It's got to be just a sip and no one's allowed to bring their water to bed because that just doesn't seem like a recipe for a good night's sleep. Right. Yep. Yeah, we we definitely have a little bit more engagement after after the appointed hour than you because sometimes the girls start talking to each other in there and start arguing. One of them is being mean to the other, whether or not they actually are being mean. And yeah, then things really, sometimes they escalate. Not very often, because this is a very frowned on behavior. (laughs) This is not okay. But every once in a while, they need a reminder to not talk to each other see the all these problems stem from talking after bedtime Mm -hmm. so one definite way to avoid that is to just not talk close your (laughs) eyes and go to sleep good darling little children i know (laughs) my son has also been known to have conversations even if he's alone in there he like his stuffed animals talk to each other sometimes but they use his voice, which is, that's a really big problem since no one's supposed <laughs> to be talking after bedtime. During the Christmas season, our youngest, it, I actually was out of town overnight and my, and my husband sent me a text. And says, he said, I want to yell at her or tell her to go to sleep, but I can't. She's singing Christmas songs. <laughs> I know. <laughs> oh, it's I can't brutal. yell at her. there was the time that we all spent christmas together and our boys slept in the same room with each other you remember that that? fantastic yes (laughs) 
<laughs> they, her son went into the room to go to bed at like 11. Hours. Yeah, right. Hours like after. That. And mine was still awake. And when her son woke up in the morning, mine was awake and had been apparently for a while staring at <laughs> his older cousin. It's like, could you be more creepy, kid? When you wake up in the morning, get out of the room. <laughs> Alone. So my, my son asked hers what he was doing he goes i was waiting for you to wake up obviously <laughs> it was not well received it was hilarious there's, though. there's a big age gap i think my son was like five at that yeah. time and nine years was, yeah yeah nine nine years eight years apart yeah. Yeah. So of course his cousin, his older cousin, is about the best thing that's ever happened in the world, and him falling asleep is not as much fun as him being awake. So, there <laughs> oh, is funny that. times when planning kids' bedtime, you have to think about when the right time is to set bedtime, and. As we said about above, nap time plays a role. My youngest has given up nap time. So her bedtime actually moved back a little bit because she she still needs the rest. She just doesn't feel like she needs it in the middle of the day. So we, we moved her back time, her bedtime back a little bit. Activity also plays a big part in it. If your kid is super active, well, they're going to need an earlier bedtime than someone who has, you know, a... a who spends more time, you know, just doing quiet activities. If you have a super busy day, you might want to pull bedtime back a little bit. At least we do. That's how we do things. If we've had a busy day where we've been out all day long, sometimes bedtime is even seven o'clock where usually we're 730 because she just needs more rest. It also matters if your kids are super early risers, mm -hmm. then maybe bedtime needs to be a little bit earlier. <laughs> How did you set your bedtime, Lauren? I I think the big takeaway from this section is if your kid is acting out and acting tired and maybe just being more grumpy or just not as well behaved, it may stem from not getting enough sleep. And mm -hmm. this is, I definitely look at this when it comes to when my kids are going to bed. I I definitely see the tiredness acting in their behavior. So if mm -hmm. they're behaving in a way like where they're not getting along with their siblings and they are taking everything I say badly, then that tells me that they need more sleep than they're getting. Yep. And I'm mostly talking about my son because again, my daughter my oldest likes to sleep. <laughs> She's really good at it. <laughs> she goes to sleep when I put her to bed, no matter what time it is. And it may affect when she gets up, but when she gets up, she just reads or does something quiet until everyone else gets up. So it's not really that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. if she, you know, goes to bed a little bit earlier, but for him, it has been an ongoing struggle to get him enough sleep. So that he has good days 
And, and I also think it affects how they go to sleep at night. If they've had a bad day all day long and a lot of like kind of adversity or whatever sprinkled all throughout their day, then they're going to lay awake thinking about that. And it's going mm-hmm. to again, cause sleepless night or a yeah. not as well rested night. So just making sure that they get that sleep on the regular is I find it to be so important. Yep. And it and always do, has been in our house too. You do have to kind of gauge it by kid. Mm-hmm. Everyone does bedtime differently. We would love to hear from people on our social media about your bedtime routine and how it works. As long as they end up sleeping, it all works out, right? Until next time. Thanks for listening today. This has been the Wifestyle Hustle Podcast. That's W-I-F-E style. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter so you never miss an episode. Consider liking and reviewing our podcast wherever you listen. Share it with a friend. It really helps us out. Look for our new episodes every Monday and Wednesday. We'll see you soon.